Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm a saucy 29-year-old who left the corporate world to go on to build a seven-figure online business. But most days, I still feel like I have no clue what I'm doing, but I'm obsessed with the process of us getting to figure it out together. We've got epic guests, incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I'm so excited that you're here today because on the show, we have a powerhouse female entrepreneur named Adriana Kerrig. She is the founder and CEO of Little Words Project, a company that is all about spreading kindness and they're deeply rooted in female empowerment. And what I find so inspiring and why I wanted to have Adriana on the show is the company is built off of Adriana's own experience with enduring years of girl-on-girl bullying. In the show today, she's so honest about her experience and how she took the noise around her and decided to instead turn it into something so impactful. And five years later, Little Words Project is in some of the biggest retailers across the country. They are partnering with some of the biggest named brands you could imagine, and they are blowing up right now. So I'm so excited for Adriana to share all of the ups and downs about being a young CEO and action steps that you can take if you don't feel like you have the tribe around you that you need to be successful. She is so honest and really, I think she's going to add a lot of value to your life today. Also, because I do love the company and what they're all about, I asked them if they could hook it up. So at checkout at littlewordsproject.com, type in empower her for 15% off. All right, girl, let's do the damn thing and jump right in. Here we go. Adriana, hi, I'm so excited that you're here. Welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Your story is absolutely incredible. Your backstory of how you started Little Words Project. I'm a huge fan of the company and what the mission is all about. So I'm really excited for my listeners to get to hear from you and be really inspired to take action regardless of their backstory. So let's dive in. Can you kind of give us an overview for anyone who doesn't know what Little Words Project is? And then we'll dive into kind of how you started the company. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So Little Words Project, we are all about spreading kindness and positivity amongst females. Um, So what we do is we put different inspirational words on each of our bracelets um, or products. We have necklaces and and other type of jewelry as well. Um, And the idea is to wear your little word for as long as you need that bit of inspiration. Um, whether it's strength or hope or courage or love, um, whatever it might be. Um, I'm literally looking at one right now that says no drama. So we have fun with it. Um, (laughs) You're supposed to wear that for as long as you need it. And then one day pass it on to a woman who needs it more than you do. Um, So the idea there being to inspire selflessness and and kindness, really. Um, But the best part is that each one comes with a little number on the back of its tag. Um, And that number is used to register the bracelet on our mobile app or website where you can essentially share your story, connect with other women who maybe have gone through similar circumstances and really just get to, you know, connect with a community of nice girls as we refer to ourselves. We call ourselves the nice girl gang. Um, So 
you know, then once you do pass your bracelet on, you can then follow along its journey and where it goes and how it spreads its own kindness to other women. So it's a really fun, um, cool brand. If I do say so myself, we yes. really try to have fun with it. Um, and yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty positive I'm- around here. I'll say that. That's for sure. I'm honored to be part of the nice girl gang. I've got a cool jean jacket and I rock those bracelets. They're so amazing. So thank you for starting it. And being a female founder of a company that's about collaboration and community and empowering women and kindness, like that is what we need. So thank you for how you show up in the world. Yeah. No, I, I'm honored. Yeah. So, okay. Let's talk about the backstory because I think people might be surprised if they don't know um, that you've had a a tough upbringing in terms of bullying and weren't necessarily finding those nice girls around you. So I love that you created what you wanted to be a part of, but I think it's really important to give some context of your backstory and kind of how this all came about. So can you take us back even, you know, growing up before college when it started? Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, no, this, this part of my story is really, you know, has turned me into who I am and led me to want to start this company. So it's so important to always share it. And I try to do that as much as I possibly can. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, Basically for but just about every year of my life, for as long as I can remember, I experienced some form of girl-on-girl cruelty. My friends, you know, turning against me at some point in time, um, you know, which I know we've all dealt with, to people on the football field. You know, I was surrounded at one football game once um, by upperclassmen girls that were just kind of had it out for me. And it essentially yeah. really, really left me in a place of, you know, anxiety and nervousness. And I really never felt like I was going to get through any of it. Um, the only thing I could hope for was that it would get better one day, you know, that one day mm. people will be nicer and it'll just be natural and I won't have to compete all the time and so on and so forth. Um, so, you know, kind of just after a slew of those experiences, it did two things. One, it sickened into my skin pretty significantly. Um, but two, it also had me question myself a little bit more than maybe I would have if I had lived, you know, blissfully unaware of what others thought of me. You know, when people tell you constantly how they feel about you, it makes you start to second guess or question or wonder or, or, you know, question who that girl is in the mirror, you know? So, um, it was kind of like a double-edged sword. Like on the one hand, I got pretty tough. And on the other hand, I really had to be challenged at a young age to still, believe in who I was and think that I was worth something and, you know, find value in myself, which can be number one thing to go when you are so targeted so often so young. Um, Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, that kind of continued into college, unfortunately. And that's really when it started to hit me that, hold on, this is like a female thing, you know, and I, I, I don't say that to point fingers at like our entire gender. Um, but I do feel like we are innately inclined to put one another down rather than lift one another up. And it's not necessarily always a conscious thing that happens. It's, it's just that subtle competitive thing that takes place amongst us that leads us to maybe negative, like to shit talk the girl who just walked into the room with your one friend, because in, in the one, on the one hand, you're bonding with her. And on the other hand, you're positioning yeah. yourself above this person who very well could be more intelligent than you are or, you know, further along in her career than you are or so on and so forth. Um, mm-hmm. But I digress. Let's get back to college. So you know, <laughs> when I went into school, I was hoping to have a different experience there versus what happened in high school. 
And it just didn't pan out that way, unfortunately. I um, joined a sorority, which, you know, of course, a girl who maybe dealt with so many issues as a child with other girls would maybe not be so inclined to join a sorority, but that's just kind of who I am. I really wanted to find community. I was constantly seeking it. And I always seek it even to this day. Um, and yeah. what I found was truly a sisterhood. I mean, I absolutely adored my sisters. I adored my experience in my sorority and I would speak, you know, sing the praises of the sorority world, you know, till I'm blue in the face because of my experience. Obviously everyone is different. Um, yeah. but it, it showed me that, okay, well, when there is community and when girls and women lean into one another, really great things could happen. And that's kind of what yep. we built. Um, I, for two years of my experience at, at my school at the College of New Jersey, um, I was the vice president of recruitment for my sorority Delta Zeta. So I actually found myself to be right in the thick of having to understand the girls that I was surrounding myself with. Like I had yeah. to really make sure that that, you know, and the, another term for the title was vice president of membership. So I really mm -hmm. had to make sure these girls were, you know, loving one another, you know, that kindness was being spread amongst one another. And one of the actual roles and responsibilities in my assessment packet that I had to fill out at the end was, um, how did you quote, keep the love circulating? And that's kind of when I had decided, okay, well, I need to come up with this a unique way to make sure that this love that I know that we have amongst ourselves and for one another continues to circle amongst the sorority. And that's where the initial concept of Little Words Project was born. Wow. Um, yeah. So that's when I made my first batch of bracelets and I made them right on my bed at home, brought them into school after what, I think it was after spring break. Um, and it was a really yeah. kind of cool way, like I said, to keep that love circulating, um, which was necessary because, you know, to kind of go back into the negativity I was experiencing, you know, once my chapter started seeing, you know, a sense of success and, you know, the number one thing that we started to experience was competition from other organizations and just yeah. in general, I don't want to say hatred because that feels like such a strong word, but that's how it felt. I felt truly targeted as a, as quote, the face of the organization who had to put herself out there for recruitment purposes and all that. I was the number one target on my back. I mean, I, I remember there were days that um, you know, there would be like tweets sent out about me because I was writing with the color pen that this other sorority was and I was trying to be them and all that. I'm like, oh my wow. gosh, how is it? You know, comments about, I was dating my now husband, Bill, back in college and there were, there were things about he and I and we were going to have ugly babies. I mean, just like disgusting. Like how could you Jeez. people just be so mean? And it was really just night after night of me crying myself to sleep, often with my now husband kind of consoling me and saying, listen, you know, one of his favorite quotes is the first, the first one through the wall is always the bloodiest. And I wow. was, and, you know, and it was really like, wow, that's, that's true. You know, I'm trying to do different things. I'm trying to make like changes and I'm trying to inspire actual kindness just amongst the sorority world. And that's not always, you know, linked. Um, so yeah. it was, it was tough. It was, it was probably the hardest, um, I would say it's the hardest, it was the hardest four years of my life when it came to the amount of bullying. And I never thought it would have been college, right? Um, well, so, it, yeah. it's interesting that you were able to look, I mean, obviously you can look back on it now, but that worked for you, mm, right? Mm -hmm. Like I say often that like life is rigged in your favor or the universe is working for you, but it's like, had you not experienced that, 
like, I wonder what would have happened. Like, I wonder what you would be spending your time as now you're 28 now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As 28 year old, Adriana, what would you be doing now? Had you not experienced that? So I'm in a weird way. It's almost great that this happened because you were strong enough to be the first one to, you know, I don't want to put your head through a wall, but like <laughs> Bill said, be the one that went first. Yeah. Like, thank you for doing that. And it's amazing to see what you've turned it into. Oh my gosh. So yeah, no, I, your, your listeners can't see me, but I'm like vigorously nodding my head. Yes. Along with everything <laughs> you're saying, because it's so true. And I think that's my, my favorite quote is actually by Steve Jobs. And it's, um, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking backwards. So you must keep True. going and trust that the dots will connect in the future. And I, I have that. never felt so, like a quote is more true in my life because when I look back and I see all those dots and I know the, the action items that I, the action steps that I took to, you know, connect them and, you know, go from step to step to step. I'm just like so floored by that. And you're right. I mean, I actually went on record saying thank you to my quote bullies from high school because I'm like, you brought me to who I am today. I wrote that in my college essay to get into this school. Um, And then, you know, once I was there to this day, Keish, I have girls who made comments about what my wedding dress looked like and they were in other sororities or even if they weren't or, you know, it's just, it's unbelievable how much it'll continue. And all you can do is decide, you know, you cannot change what people think of you. You cannot change what, how people are going to perceive you through their lenses. All you can do is be confident in how you view yourself, put that, that woman out there and not give a shit anymore yes, about what other girl. people think. I mean, that's really all it is. It's like, you have to just actively decide, no, not today. <laughs> today, yep. I'm going to be myself and I'm not going to care. Um, and that's really what I, what I tried to do. I, I turned that mess into my message, if that makes sense. Absolutely. So, okay. That I think is a really powerful takeaway. I want to get more into kind of how the early stages of Little Words Project. But first, even just thinking of someone who's listening to this right now that feels like they're in that mess, whether it's, um, you know, maybe a college age or in a career path with their boss or with their coworkers or just in, you know, not the best environment. How were you able to still push forward and still spread kindness. And obviously, you know, everyone has their own faults along the way, but how are you able to remain positive and optimistic about the future when you were in it? Mm. You know, I think a couple, it's, the answer is twofold. I mean, I think I am one of those lucky people that have a Net, not a network. I wouldn't ever say that I've got, I mean, I always, I always laugh. Um, we have a mutual friend, Caitlin, that you know of. She's my yeah. COO actually. And, you know, I am always so impressed by Caitlin's tribe. I feel like she's got such a great group of women around her. You're one of them that just are always yeah. supportive and, and sharing, you know, you guys, your successes are, are one another's successes. You know, I obviously have a great group of friends as well, but it's, it's a little different than that, you know? And I think for me, the number one thing that I can point at and say, this is what kept me going is honestly my mom, um, yeah. who she herself, I mean, my mother is a Mexican immigrant. Um, she moved here when she was 18 years old. Um, she's been here for about 35 years now though. So she's, she's been here. Well, no. Yeah. She's been here longer than she was there, um, in wow. Mexico, but you know, she still is very much. So she's ingrained in us since we were kids, me and my little brother that, you know, nothing in this life 
it should be taken for granted. You know, we're so lucky and privileged yes. to be who we are, to be born where we were born. And, you know, to that our, the world is at our fingertips. You know, we are the architects of our own destiny. I mean, she has, you know, belabored this into my head since I was a kid. Um, and, yeah. you know, her number one quote, I'm over here like, rattling off everyone's favorite quotes. I love quotes. quotes. Like, I love it. <laughs> We're going to put these all in little Instagram quotes for people. So. I'm, I'm obsessed. <laughs> um, but, you know, my mom's in Spanish is querer es poder, which is my all-time favorite. You know, like it's the thing that has gotten me through. It was the opening line of that college essay. I mean, I have come back to this over and over. And what it means is if you want it, you can achieve it. If you want it, you can. And I think that's really what it is. And, you know, for me, it's that I knew I wanted more for myself. I knew I needed there to be a purpose behind it. And I knew that the only way to do that was to believe, to believe that I could and to believe that my mom was right. And to believe that if my mom could make it from where she came from to where she is today, then I can certainly (laughs) make it from where I am to where I want to go. I think it's just, it's all about at the end of the day, being able to look yourself in the mirror and know that everything else is just noise and you you get to decide who the person is staring back at you. And listen, I don't mean to, to put down or or belittle people's, you know, mental struggles, you know, because I know, and I, I too, I struggle with anxiety disorder. I actually take medication for it. I do what I can to, you know, I'm, I'm trying to live a more healthy lifestyle, which I know you would be a supporter of, um, <laughs> you know, to, to, to get out of my own way when it does come to that anxiety. So I still struggle. Um, right. But I think that's important to share because it doesn't, you don't have to be like super Zen and like in tune with your body and your mind and your spirit and all these, you know, wonderful things in order to accomplish and to go after your dreams and to believe that you can. I don't believe in excuses or in other people, you know, in people saying, well, I didn't know that, or I don't know how, or I wasn't, nobody taught me. And it's actually my biggest pet peeve. I mean, the girls here know not to ever say like, well, no one told me to do that, or I didn't know how to do that. Well, yeah. Did you Google it? You know, have you right. read Everything's up on figure it? Everything's figureoutable. Oh my gosh. Every, I was an English major, okay? Like I literally studied English literature, okay? There's yep. nothing about my experience that taught me business and I've had to learn it. And still to this day, I half the time don't know what I'm doing, um, but yep. I figure it out. And I think that that's really, it comes down to the same principle to just don't let yourself you know, feel sorry for yourself. Of course, everyone has to have their moments of sadness. And I still, to this day, yeah. I, I always laugh. Like I have to have a breakdown like every three months <laughs> just to yep. survive. Yep. Um, yep. So you can have those moments, but you num- the number one thing you want to do is always remember that you are the architect of your own destiny. You know, thanks mom. But it's, it's a quote that we can live by and just yep. decide, you know, just wake up and decide that this is the, this today I'm going to do X, Y, or Z to get me f- further towards my goal. And I don't care what the noise is around me in my journey. I love it. Yeah. So helpful. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. So switching from that, like your kind of backstory to Little Words Project, I want to hear, and I think someone listening to this would want to hear, how in the world did this start in your college dorm room, like making little bracelets on your bed with like a hope and a decision that you wanted to to make it, change right. to what it is today. Like, holy moly, fill yeah. us in. Kind yeah. Um, I know sometimes when I, even when I look back on the journey and I, I always try to take 
you know, some time to reflect on how far we've come because I do think that's so important to remember. And, you know, I'll sometimes wake up and be like, oh my gosh, there's so much to do and I'm just not nearly where I want it to be or da da da. But it's like, okay, but remember where you were. And that's always yep. something that I love to do. So, yeah, I mean, so, okay. So, you know, that a part of it was started, a version of it was started in my college dorm room. Um, and then, you know, I took about a year hiatus. I, I wasn't, I, I basically did it to bring something to the chapter. I wanted them to have something that would be unique to them. And ultimately they became more iconic to Delta Zeta at the college of New Jersey than in some cases our letter shirts, you know, it was like such a, a thing that we wore. Um, yeah. So when I graduated, it wasn't even an idea to me to take it with me when I went because I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to go on to probably work in PR or marketing or some sort because, you know, I got an English lit degree and maybe I'll go to law school. I don't know. So it was a lot of yeah. like, I don't know. Um, I worked in retail for a little bit and then I traveled actually back back to Australia for about a month and a half, which was really fun. Oh, cool. Um, and then I came back and I went back to retail. And again, like there's so many, the journey was so kind of sporadic. There was no yep. specific line. And I know so many people get caught up in like knowing what the next step is and how do and I it make it never that? looks the no, way. No, it yeah. never does. And you ask any, any person that made it to where they are today, there was a journey that got them there that did not look at all like you would have expected. Um, yep. So that was me. I was no different. Um, and it wasn't until... Um, I, honestly, it was one of those weird stories where I like woke up in the middle of the night and I whipped out my phone and I started writing things down. Um, so now the brand, as you know today, has a tracking component, right? Where you can register your, your little word and then you pass it on and see where it goes. Um, it didn't have that when I was at school. You know, I was making bracelets using like beads from the craft store. Like it was not anything what it is today. Um, but I yeah. woke up in the middle of the night that one night about a year after school. I'm sorry, a year after I graduated. And um, I was like, wait a second. Like, I think I can do this. And I think if we put a code, if we attached a code to it, it would be really cool to see where the bracelets travel and yeah. how we can kind of encapsulate this whole concept of kindness as a community and not just how the bracelet helps you, but how it helps yes. everybody. And if you could see how your single act of, act of kindness has helped people further down the line, wouldn't that be 10 times cooler than if you just knew what the experience was if I gave my bracelet to you. Yeah, um, yeah. So I woke up in the middle of the night one night and I wrote that down and then I just it kind of started to set a wheel in motion. Now at the same time, I was studying for my LSAT because I had at this point decided I was going to go to law school um, yeah. and that kind of derailed me a little bit. Sorry, mom and dad. Um, <laughs> but essentially, I then, you know, kind of just started taking taking action. And I think that's really what it is. One of the things that I know Angie Lee, who you had on, talks about is yeah. messy action. And I love that yeah. because it really was a mess. You know, it was like, okay, um, let me first see if the sorority would mind. So I sent them a message and every single one of them as expected came back saying, we fully support this. This is your thing. Like go for it. You know, it'll, it'll only make us better. You know, it'll, it'll only make yeah. this experience and this this product that much better that it came from, from where it came from. Um, then it was like, okay, well, let me see. I always say that the brand was like my, uh, like a company on sale because I reached out to anybody I could and was like, listen, I know that you dabble in website design on the side. Do you think you could help me? And it was a friend from school that helped me. Um, Smart. yeah. Then it was a friend over here, you know, my, my now one of my best friends, husbands who filmed my video for me. I was like, we're going to have to like launch with a video campaign. And this is all like, Instagram had just started. Like it was like yeah. a baby. And I was like, okay, I'm going to get an Instagram profile and 
sometimes I love just scrolling all the way back to see those first few photos. And oh yeah, I it was bet. really just starting. It was just, okay, like I know I need, and let me think of the name. My husband actually named it. It was originally called Warm Fuzzies um, because it was like the warm fuzzy <laughs> feeling. And he's yeah. like, just little words. I'm like, great. And we'll add project <laughs> because that means movement. And yes. we've since been debating whether or not project should exist in the name, but we won't go there. Um, <laughs> So yeah, it's basically like, that's just the very, very beginning. And then I almost can't even tell you what the journey has been since then, because it was such, it's been such a blur. It's been such a, like, I woke up and it's been five years kind of thing. And that's because I have spent year after year, month after month, day after day, learning how to do this. And when you're learning, you're not always like clocking in on like, like how much you've grown, you're just like, okay, well, I've got it through that day. Now I got to get through this next one. Then I got to get through this next one. And when you take it moment by moment like that, it feels less like an, like an insurmountable journey than when you try and look at the big picture. And that's been both my positive and a negative of mine. You know, I, I often tend to not look too far in advance and I'm just like, let's go for it. And thankfully I've built now a team that can be like, no, Adriana, because that's going to (laughs) cost money and that's not, that makes no sense. And you have to, okay, yeah, you're right. That makes sense. So, you know, but when you're doing it yourself and when you're just starting out, that kind of trailblazer mentality is necessary. What business, you know? So for me, it's always like, let's forget the plan. Let's just, let's just go. Um, so I don't know if that's advice for everybody, yeah, but no, that it is. certainly helps for me. <laughs> it's something I talk about this a lot with my coaching business of it's not going to be a lack of resources. It'll be a lack of resourcefulness mm-hmm. that won't get you where you want to go. And I think your entire story of the beginning of Little Words Project is that to a T. You're like, I might know this random person who could help me. I'm going to reach out to this person. And it's like that that eagerness mm-hmm. of willing to start messy, but also willing to tap into people that are around you because so many people will want to help you if you're willing to ask for it, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And put yourself out there. And especially when you have such an important mission, but for anyone who's listening to this, that's wanting to start something new or make a transition or do something scary, it, it is in this day and age, you really can't say you don't know how to do it Mm-mm. because there's too many ways that you can get information for free from your phone, right. from YouTube. I mean, right. it, I could go on a just a uh, yeah. gigantic tangent. Uh, oh, because that's, <laughs> but, but it's so true. And I think that whenever I hear that, it, it's always like, well, that, I mean, I understand the concept of safety and I understand wanting to make sure that you're, you're smart about your decisions and you, you take, you know, you, you go step by step by step, but at, to some capacity, you don't want to miss out on the beauty that takes place in the mess. You know, there's so much that I decided to do while I was like flying on an airplane from one place to the next. And I was writing in the margins of a book that inspired me. Like if nobody's ever read it, go read Tribes by Seth Godin. That really, I decided to make the app. I mean, I was literally in the margins of that book deciding, okay, we need an app. We need to build this community. So it's really just not knowing is, is part of the beauty because it means that I almost wonder what I would have been like if I had taken business courses. I'm like, I would have started something so much longer ago yep. because I would have actually known. So it's kind of like, you know, get out there and learn about it. Number one, you know, even if that's like, if that's the one thing that's holding you up, is like, I don't know how to do it. Well then, okay, let's learn. What do we got to do to learn? Um, right. And you know, when it, if it, if it's, well, I'm afraid to walk away from something that is, that is so stable to go after something that's not for sure. That's going to be a risk. And you're, gonna, you're, yep. you're either going to have to be willing to take it or you're not. And that's okay. Yep. 
you know, it's not always for everybody, but sometimes it's just how do you, how do you get to know yourself better? And a lot of times that is just through reading those books, looking it up online, talking to people who have done it, listening to podcasts like these. I mean, they, they keep me going, these podcasts, you know, it's just absolutely really, really great. Um, so yeah, it's taking that action and, and being resourceful and figuring out what you got to do to, to make it happen. Um, and then, you know, I love letting that. it unfold. And I love that about you as a CEO that I think is really inspiring. Instead of having a picture perfect plan and waiting to execute on this perfect plan, you're willing to show up and kind of fail forward. Mm. So let's go forward a little bit. So now kind of talk to us about what the last year of Little Words Project has been like and kind of where things are at now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. This last year has been a sprint. I mean, I can't even... Oh, I can't even wrap my head around it, honestly. When I was, we, we had a morning meeting today, um, as it's Monday, and I, I had, I was talking to my social media coordinator that we should put together like a 2018 year in review. Let's go through all of the exciting things that we did, and it's like, oh my gosh, it's so much, you know. So um, yeah. this past year, I mean, we started the year off with a really cool collaboration with Bumble and Sugarfina. We did a brunch, a girlfriend brunch, in, um, for Valentine's Day, which was really fun. So um, cool. We've been back and forth to LA for really cool brand collaborations with brands like Bando, which we yeah. are so excited about. We actually are going to be heading out there for their Bando Holiday Mall coming up. Um, we have gotten into some incredible stores like Saks and Hallmark and Barnes and Noble <gasps> gifts. I know Barnes and Noble bookstores. So um, it's unbelievable, and just to kind of you know, we're working on figuring out our manufacturing and our fulfillment and. You know, my goal is to get us out of the business of manufacturing and fulfillment and into <laughs> more of marketing and, um, you know, brand branding and getting our, our business and out there and sales and all that good stuff because we've got a bunch of creative minds all, I mean, at the end of every day, I've got all five of us shipping packages and writing those notes that we are so committed to putting in our boxes for our customers yeah. and making sure that we are hands-on with the product because it's so important. Um, but it's funny because, you know, even I sometimes, I mean, I'll, I'll listen to these podcasts. I'll hear owners of businesses out there talking about their growth and, and how much they've, they've experienced in such a quick amount of time or they went the investor route, which we never did, or they yeah. were two previous employees of another really great startup. They came together and they created this awesome one and they had so much experience on their belt and all that. We didn't have any of that. And yeah. I don't mean to say that that experience was more, was easier than ours because everyone's journey is their own and, and necessary in, in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say that it's, it's led me to, to have those same feelings that everybody has of like, did I do enough in five years? Like, have I yep. accomplished as much as I wanted to, you know? And the only thing that I can do to curb that is to look back on this day, last year, this day, two years yep. ago, and this day three, because I cannot, you know, you cannot compare yourself to the left or the right. You can only compare yourself forward and backwards, right? Where were you Absolutely. and where do you want to be? And where are you right now? Um, and that's kind of what, you know, we try to do. So this year, when I tell you it's been the, the kind of growth that we've experienced just as a team, myself as a leader, the brand as a whole is yeah. far, goes far beyond what I could measure in dollar value. You know, it's, 
Yeah. It's just 10 times more incredible than that, including bringing on my first C-suite executive, Caitlin, yeah. who is already helping us go from a system that was pretty broken when it came to how we fulfill. Because again, like I am not a quality, you know, shipping fulfillment center, <laughs> um, despite what we try to be. And neither was she, you know, neither is she and she's learning every day. And so it's just, yeah. you know, just like her and every member of my team, um, we're all figuring it out together. And I think that that's just the number one um, the yeah. number one thing that I feel like this year has brought for us. And that's that community, that true, true community builds that we are doing in our own four walls that we're hoping to bring out to the world as well. I love it yeah. so much. I think it's such a good tangible of, you know, you're only going to look back if you're going to see how far you've come Absolutely. rather than looking back and thinking, oh, I could have, would have, should have. It's like, Oh no, girlfriend, you, you did, uh, yeah, you, you did, did the thing. 100%. I actually think that, um, Bill, I haven't read it yet, but I look forward to, um, it's the, the book about Nike. I believe it's called Shoe, Shoe King. Oh, I've been hearing, I've had shoe a lot of people say yeah. something. What is shoe. that called? We'll figure Shoe it out something. and we'll, we'll, we'll let them know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll put it in the show we'll notes. The show we'll find notes. that out for it. But there is a quote from there that, that Bill came back one night and after he had read it and said, because he had witnessed me do that to myself where I am my hardest right. critic and I'm always wondering, well, I should be here. I should be there. Look at this brand. Look at that brand. We started at the same time. Da, da, da. And he's like, and he reminded me of this quote in this book where um, I, again, don't know the context because I didn't read it, but here I am sharing quotes. Um, <laughs> He's talking about the, the height of, a, of like, I believe it's a bamboo stalk or a height of a bamboo stalk. And he's telling, you know, his colleague, you know, this is where, this is how, how high it's grown. And, you know, we, we feel like it's been a really great year. It's grown this high. And, and the other guy is like, but I don't feel like that's high enough. That's not where we want it to be. And he's like, but yeah. this is where it was last year. So look at how much it's grown. And it's like, wow, mm -hmm. like you really, I mean, it's like, even just, if you literally just think of it as, as simply as a plant growing in the ground where yeah. it went, or a tree, you know, it went from this size to this size, that is growth. And that is worthy of celebration. And we cannot Absolutely. forget that in your journeys, because even if you wanted to be, you know, by 30 on some list, you know, hit yep. Forbes. Um, <laughs> holler at your girl. Holler at your girl. I'm right here. <laughs> Um, it's okay. I still got a year though. So it's not all hope is not off, but it's okay if you're not there, you know, and, and it's yep. okay if you never make it there because your journey is just as successful as you want it to be. And, and as you are willing to share with the world. And I think that's really, you know, the number one, my number one takeaway from this experience is yep. just learning, you know, that it's okay to keep learning and to be different and if, yeah. if my childhood taught me nothing, it's that you got to just care about you and how you present yourself to the world and trust that you're doing a good job. And if others don't agree, then oh well. Yep. I always like to say it's not about what the process produces, but the actual process and falling in love with that in itself mm. and who you're becoming along the way towards right. getting to the goal. Cause you get to a goal or a milestone or whatever it is. And you get there and you're like, I don't even actually like the person that I was or what the process felt like in pursuit of that. You're not going to want to go higher or continue growing your, I'm really bad at analogies, but no. grow your bamboo bush <laughs> higher or yeah. whatever, because you're like, that sucked. I'm not doing it again. Exactly. So I think that's really powerful. Oh, 100%. So before we move into the final two questions, I did want to give you um, just a second to kind of talk with us about 
the heart of kindness in general. Do you have any tips or anything you kind of want to share about women that are like, I do want to make a difference and they feel like, I don't know where to start or they feel as if not, you know, one person can't make that much of a difference, right? Which Mm. obviously you and I both are just like (laughs) about that. But um, the concept of small acts of kindness and kind of your philosophy around that. Yeah. I mean, I feel like if you've ever been the recipient of a single small act of kindness, then you know what power it holds. Um, And if you haven't, then I would encourage you to go out and do a a random act of kindness. Um, And if you don't know what you could do, you could always hop over to littlewordsproject.com and purchase a bracelet to pass on. Um, Shameless plug right there, but it's true because, you know, there is just no better feeling then, well, in my opinion, there's no better feeling than, than, than giving a bracelet away or doing a random act of kindness. So forget the bracelet right. for a second. There's no better feeling than like the surprise that a person experiences yeah. or feels when you say, hey, I, I got your coffee for you. Or when they go up to that front and the person says, that person just paid for your coffee. Like, you know, no worries. Like you, it's, yeah. on, it's on them. And when you feel that as a recipient, it's amazing. But when you feel it as a giver, it's 10 times cooler. So I always tell my customers who say, well, why would I ever want to give my bracelet away? I, I paid $18 for this thing. I'm going to keep it. I yeah. love it. it. It helps me. I always say, that's all right. One day, even if it's five years from now, you will yep. meet someone who you know needs it. And because its purpose, its intention is to be given away, you'll know that it's your little word that's got to go. And it's going to feel 10 times better than it ever could have. Um, so True. you know, when you start to think about that and how it'll I mean, again, we are all, just by nature, we are all selfish in, in a positive form of that word, right? We're all selfish yeah. people. We all worry about how we're going to feel about something. And, and there's no reason saying that we shouldn't. You know, selfishness doesn't have to be so negative if you're going to follow it up with something positive, right? So that's okay. Be selfish in that moment of like, okay, how is this going to feel for me? And recognize yeah. that it's actually going to feel 10 times better than if you kept the dollar in your pocket, you know, or then if you yep. didn't go out of your way for your friend, you know, those things, those little things that you can do both within your own tribe and to the world at large, you know, that dollar that you donate when you're checking out at ShopRite, you know what, maybe it's, who knows where it's going to go, but you know what, at least you know that you did it and that builds self-esteem. Yep. And when you build your own self-esteem, suddenly you're building your own confidence. And when you have confidence- yes. You're going after your dreams. So don't poo-poo the experience of giving or gifting or being kind to someone else because all you're doing is turning yourself into the person that you want to be. And when you're that person, then anything that anybody else has to say about you means nothing because you know who you are and you know what you just did last week to to help someone else. And, you know, I think, I think, a little really does go a long way. Um, and when it comes to being kind, <laughs> you really just can't, you, you can't regret it at the end of the day. It's one of, those, one of those facts of life that being kind to others and literally being the change you wish to see in the world is the way we'll get yep. to where we want to be in life. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for that. That's oh gosh, amazing. Of course. Okay. So final two questions that I ask every interviewee. Um, One of them is kind of random. And then the other one's going to like tie this all up in a bow. Okay. So the first one, this podcast is all about empowering women to take 
action because I think a lot of times people feel inspired, but they don't actually take action. So I want to know, I guess this is two part. One, is there anything that you personally do to pump yourself up if you're feeling in a funk, like Mm. not good funky, but like funk (laughs) to take action? And then what your go-to pump up jam song would be? Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Anything that I would do to, if I'm feeling like I need to take action. Um, Honestly, I will, I will learn about it first, which goes against what I was saying about just going after it and taking messy action. But I really, when I say learn about it, I don't mean like I buy every book or I go to the library and rent out every book at the library. I will though, start looking up like for like, honestly, this past few months has been for me, it's been all about leadership. I'm like, okay, I need yeah. to become like a level five leader. I need to, to yeah. move up this ladder and not be someone who doesn't, you know, know how to stay organized because that's just not who I am. Well, no, you need to be better. You need to show up for your team now who looks up to you. So I mm-hmm. have in that knowledge decided, okay, well, I'm going to read my Entre Leadership book again by Dave Ramsey. Definitely put that in the yeah. show notes. I'm going to give you my whole list because it's just <laughs> perfect. Necessary. I love it. Um, yes, I'm I gonna love read Dave my Ramsey. book again. I'm going to find some more podcasts I can listen to. I'm going to, if I see something that I'm intrigued by or I know that they, I'm going to listen to them. I'm not going to be like, oh, I'll get to it. No, I'm going to like every car ride, it's a podcast. Whether or not yep. I want to listen to music means nothing. I am, this is my goal. So I'm going to go after it. So it's really yes. just taking that first step. And once you take the first step, you know, I always say when I first launched this company, it was like a, a train that I could not get off if I wanted to. And that's mm-hmm. really just been what it's been for me, this whole experience. It's been a snowball effect. One journey, one step after the next has just gotten me to a place where I couldn't stop even if I tried. And yeah. I think that's really what we need to do. We need to just do something to hold yourself accountable so that you cannot stop even if you tried. Because if you even care a little bit <laughs> what others have to yeah. say... Or what you feel about yourself. I mean, you've already, you, the last person we want to disappoint in life is ourselves. So right. and maybe our parents. So do whatever yeah. you would do to make sure that you stay proud of yourself when this is all said and done. And that really is going to be the thing that, that makes you take that next step. You know, just stop yep. questioning it. Stop worrying and stop thinking and just do. I think you nailed it in that the momentum part it's hard to build that momentum, but once it started, mm-hmm. it's actually not too difficult to keep stirring it, right? right but right. it's difficult to build, which you kind of you know, yeah. test to. And I think I just want to make sure that I've, I've hammered this home because when it comes to why a lot of people I feel, and I haven't done the research on this yet, but I, I do intend to, um, we're also planning on launching a nonprofit in 2019 that we're yeah. really excited about. So we'll be sure yeah. to keep you in the know on that. Um, but it does have a lot to do with a lot of this. And it's like, I feel that people oftentimes won't take that first step, not always because of whether or not it's safe, but because of whether or not other people will think it's safe or whether or not other people will think you're weird or whether or not other people will wonder what you think you, who you think you are, you know? And I started feeling that myself when I started posting to my own Instagram page. I mean, of all things to keep coming back to, but Instagram really is a place where you put yourself out there. Yeah. Um, and you can do it in one of two ways. You can either be the person that's doing it or you can be the person that's watching people do it. And that's okay either way. Yep. But if you want to be the person doing it and you're one of the people watching, then what are you doing? <laughs> Why are yeah. you just watching? I'm so confused. Join us. We're over here. The water's warm. <laughs> We're trying yeah. to make a difference. <laughs> we know you want to, so just join us. 
And I think that's, yep. it's really a matter of like, you, you have to just do it and realize that anybody who, the people who right now, you know, love to hate you and love to talk about you will one day like to say that they knew you. And that's really what it comes down to. So either be the person that did the thing or don't and be okay with that. But stop talking about others who are doing it and stop questioning yourself and whether or not you can do it because you can do whatever you set your mind to because as my mother always says, cadet is quoted, which I'm pretty sure was one of the questions you were going to ask me to do, but that's, that's, that's like my final, I put a bow on my own wrap up. Yes. I don't know if that's, if that I love that. No, <laughs> so good. Takes the mic, drops it, I smashes drop it. Mic, so I good. I will tell you that my pump up song is, yes. um, is a uh, cough syrup by young, the giant. It just reminds me <laughs> of a time in life <laughs> that I, I, it was right before I launched this. Um, yeah. actually my husband and I were on a break at that time. I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And it, I, there was like infinite possibilities ahead of me. Um, I ended up back with him, but it ended up working out great. <laughs> but yeah. the point is, is that it reminds me of a period in life where there was so much kinetic energy around me. And I knew that I could accomplish whatever it is that I wanted to accomplish. And if we can all kind of remind ourselves of those moments of just feeling like possibility is out there and that we have an option we always have yes. an option and a choice. No matter where you are in life, there is somewhere in a fold an option. So it's just finding that out and going for it at the end of the day. So, Adriana, I could write a book of all of your one-liners <laughs> and quotes. Like I'm, go- I'm about to. I'll send it to you. PDF form too. Send me that book, um, please. I'd love to read it. <laughs> amazing. Okay, so now where can we find you? Um, Tell us what's going on with Little Words Project right now. How can we support you? Yeah. Give us your rundown. Yeah. Well, um, you can find the website. It's littlewordsproject.com. Um, you can find us on Instagram at littlewordsproject. You can find me on Instagram at Adriana Carrig. Maybe I'll start creating these little pull quotes that you're talking about and I'll, yeah. I'll start sharing my, <laughs> my wisdom. That's another thing. I've been like, maybe I should, maybe I shouldn't. I'm just going to do it. I'm taking my own damn advice. I'm going to put it out there. All right, ladies. So follow along if you want to see that. Um, And then beyond that, you know, when it comes to little words, you can find us in retailers um, nationwide. If you go onto our website, you can see where you can shop them in person. We're so grateful for our retailers, our independent retailers that have been carrying our line for the past few years before we had any, uh, before we were out there at all in the way that we are today. Um, And we still have a ways to go. So help us continue to grow and get this message out there. Even if you don't buy a bracelet, be kind and um, pass it on. Thank you so much, Adriana, for all of your wisdom, how you show up in the world and spreading your message and doing it. Even if you didn't always know how you're going to get here, you're doing the damn thing, girl. And it's so inspiring. So thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you, Keisha. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for doing what you're doing. I'm so impressed by you and just keep it up. Thank you, girl. Thank you so much for listening. If you love this episode, I would so appreciate it if you share it with your girlfriends or better yet, post it on Instagram stories and tag me. Then I can personally say thank you for helping me get this message out there. And if you didn't vibe with it, just keep that to yourself. I'm kind of new here, still trying to figure it all out. Talk to you soon, girl.